Hello and welcome to Macro ESG. My name's Greg Beyer. Today's the 14th of July, 2020 at about 11.33 p.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. It's a Tuesday. The title of today's piece is The New Emerging, the New Emerging Markets Boom in Asia, Ex-China, and Russia. The New Emerging Markets Boom in Asia, Ex-China, and Russia. As Biden announced today, a $2 trillion plan for carbon-free electricity by 2035, this development was forecasted in global investing post-Trump. OPEC Plus is holding its monthly meeting via video conference on Wednesday, July 15th. Expectations are for a modest announcement of increased production. This is in line with what Macro ESG expects. After Mike Pompeo blew up the oil market with an overly bold trip to Belarus that sparked dramatic moves by Russia and Saudi Arabia, which sent the price of oil to a negative price for the first time ever, the price of oil has continued to stabilize as per the desire of the cartel's leadership. Please see how Mike Pompeo sparked the oil collapse and changed Russian and Saudi politics for the background analysis. It's interesting reading. Moreover, Putin has cemented his hold on power to such a degree that people have already begun to start worrying about who will run Russia after he is gone. Meanwhile, in the U.S., the Baker Hughes oil rig count has collapsed, particularly the horizontal rigs. The oil patch is in crisis. And then there's a great little chart of of the oil rig count going back to 1991. Um... After the dust has settled, it is clear that Pompeo's trip to Belarus had unintended consequences as the very market that he sought to bolster has been shot out from underneath of him by his own hand. Perhaps one of the greatest strategic blunders in recent memory. But the byproduct of this collapse is that it sets the stage for America's move away from fossil fuels once and for all. Hence, the reason that Joe Biden's announcement today is so significant. Please see Hal Harvey's brilliant book, Designing Climate Solutions, a policy guide for low-carbon energy, for more details on how this will play out. Hal is dedicated to the idea of decarbonizing quickly through changing the grid and power generation. I'm sure that his ideas are influencing Biden. And for good reason. He's terrific. What's next for Russia and Saudi Arabia? As Thomas Piketty points out in Capital and Ideology on page 664, Finally, note that the oil monarchies of the Persian Gulf are, together with post-communist Russia, the countries that make most extensive use of the world's tax havens. What will the winning coalitions of these absolutist powers do with their loot? They will pay off supporters with an eye to the future, as both countries are fully cognizant that the oil era is ending. And then there's a chart of financial assets held in tax havens, the Gulf countries. The estimate is about 56-57%. And the number for Russia is a solid 50. Um, but that's just the uh, the minimums. And then capital flight, there's another chart uh, from Russia to tax havens by Piketty, which I think is terrific. It, it represents that there's a lot of Russian money that can come home. Piketty estimates that cumulative capital flight from 1990 to the mid-2010s amounts to roughly one year of Russian national income. To be clear, this is a minimum estimate. The actual figure might be twice as high or even higher.
Saudi Arabia the Investor Saudi Arabia is on a mission to modernize and invest its wealth in owning a piece of the high-tech future. Aramco is already starting to assemble a VC team in the U.S. with just that aim. Saudi Arabia can't invest in China because they know that their investments are not securely owned. So the focus will be in America and Europe. Russia's China Dilemma Russia is treading water preparing to deal with their biggest fear, a newly assertive China. And it's only a question of when, in the Russian mind, not if, China moves north. Russia could attempt to upgrade its rusty rockets, but this has limited value because China will eventually outstrip Russia in technical capacity. So that's a way of saying that the Russian Russia investing in, um, in missiles and weapons isn't going to work for Russia. I believe that Russia is about to begin a long campaign of rapprochement with the West, which Putin can now do given that he has cemented power and China will become a hotbed for foreign investment. In fact, when Putin leaves office, if he stays through his full term, he'll be 83, <laughs> the longest ruling uh, leader of Russia in hundreds of years. Long-term Asia ex-China boom. In the 1990s, there was Asia ex-Japan. In the 2020s, there is now Asia ex-China. The next big wave of successful emerging markets investment will be in the nations bordering China. India, Pakistan, Afghanistan, Tajikistan, Kyrgyzstan, Kazakhstan, Mongolia, Russia, North Korea, Vietnam, Laos, Myanmar, Bhutan, and Nepal. I'd also add in Cambodia, Malaysia, and Thailand. The countries around China will not boom because of the Belt and Road Initiative, which is going to fizzle out. But because of production leaving China after China's mistaken grab of Hong Kong, hence ending the China dream, which is pushing the developed world to realign away from China. Long-term Russian boom. The Russian boom will be slower, more resource-based, and will expand to its neighbors of Norway, Finland, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, Belarus, Ukraine, Georgia, and Azerbaijan and Europe, as well as Kazakhstan and Mongolia in Asia. It's going to take time. There are decades of fear and misapprehension to throw off. But I suspect that Russia is ready to make peace with the West and integrate to the best extent that it can. Long-term China forecast. Once Asia X China and Russia are solidly integrated into the global economy, the Chinese government will spontaneously disassemble out of economic necessity into a democracy. The Chinese are practical. Once everyone realizes that they can't make any money with their current institutional arrangements, they'll change them up so that they can go back to making money again. And that's it for today. Thank you very much for joining us. I wish you a healthy and good day. Take care.